Chapters 25 through 31 of the First Book of Samuel from the World English Bible. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by J. A. Carter. www.pleonic.com. The First Book of Samuel from the World English Bible. Chapters 25 through 31. Chapter 25. Samuel died, and all Israel gathered themselves together and lamented him, and buried him in his house at Ramah. David arose and went down to the wilderness of Paran. There was a man in Maon whose possessions were in Carmel, and the man was very great, and he had three thousand sheep and a thousand goats, and he was shearing his sheep in Carmel. Now the name of the man was Nabal, and the name of his wife Abigail. And the woman was of good understanding and of a beautiful face, but the man was churlish and evil in his doings. And he was of the house of Caleb. David heard in the wilderness that Nabal was shearing his sheep. David sent ten young men, and David said to the young men, Go up to Carmel, and go to Nabal, and greet him in my name. You shall tell him, Long life to you, and peace be to your house, and peace be to all that you have. Now I have heard that you have shearers. Your shepherds have now been with us, and we didn't hurt them. Neither was there anything missing from them, all the while they were in Carmel. Ask your young men, and they will tell you. Therefore let the young men find favor in your eyes, for we come in a good day. Please give whatever comes to your hand to your servants and to your son David. When David's young men came, they spoke to Nabal according to all those words in the name of David, and ceased. Nabal answered David's servants, and said, Who is David? Who is the son of Jesse? There are many servants who break away from their masters these days. Shall I then take my bread and my water and my meat that I have killed for my shearers, and give it to men who I don't know where they are from? So David's young men turned on their way, and went back, and came and told him according to all these words. David said to his men, Every man put on his sword. Every man put on his sword. David also put on his sword. About four hundred men followed David, and two hundred stayed by the baggage. But one of the young men told Abigail, Nabal's wife, saying, Behold, David sent messengers out of the wilderness to greet our master, and he railed at them. But the men were very good to us, and we were not hurt, neither missed we anything, as long as we went with them when we were in the fields. They were a wall to us, both by night and by day, all the while we were with them keeping the sheep. Now therefore know and consider what you will do, for evil is determined against our master, and against all his house, for he is such a worthless fellow that one can't speak to him. Then Abigail hurried, and took two hundred loaves of bread, two bottles of wine, five sheep ready-dressed, five measures of parched grain, one hundred clusters of raisins, and two hundred cakes of figs, and laid them on donkeys. She said to her young men, Go on before me, behold, I come after you. But she didn't tell her husband Nabal. It was so, as she rode on her donkey, and came down by the covert of the mountain, that, behold, David and his men came down toward her, and she met them. Now David had said, Surely in vain have I kept all that this fellow has in the wilderness, so that nothing was missed of all that pertained to him. He has returned me evil for good. 
God do so to the enemies of David, and more also, if I leave of all that belongs to him by the morning light so much as one who urinates on a wall. When Abigail saw David, she hurried and alighted from her donkey, and fell before David on her face, and bowed herself to the ground. She fell at his feet, and said, On me, my lord, on me be the iniquity, and please let your handmaid speak in your ears. Hear the words of your handmaid. Please don't let my lord regard this worthless fellow, even Nabal, for as his name is, so is he. Nabal is his name, and folly is with him. But I, your handmaid, didn't see the young men of my lord whom you sent. Now therefore, my lord, as Yahweh lives, and as your soul lives, since Yahweh has withheld you from blood guiltiness and from avenging yourself with your own hand, now therefore let your enemies and those who seek evil to my lord be as Nabal. Now this present which your servant has brought to my lord, let it be given to the young men who follow my lord. Please forgive the trespass of your handmaid, for Yahweh will certainly make my lord a sure house, because my lord fights the battles of Yahweh, and evil shall not be found in you all your days. Though men may rise up to pursue you and to seek your soul, yet the soul of my Lord shall be bound in the bundle of life with Yahweh your God. He will sling out the souls of your enemies as from the hollow of a sling. It shall come to pass, when Yahweh has done to my Lord according to all the good that he has spoken concerning you, and shall have appointed you prince over Israel, that this shall be no grief to you, nor offense of heart to my Lord, either that you have shed blood without cause, or that my Lord has avenged himself. When Yahweh has dealt well with my Lord, then remember your handmaid. David said to Abigail, Blessed is Yahweh, the God of Israel, who sent you this day to meet me. Blessed is your discretion, and blessed are you that have kept me this day from blood guiltiness and from avenging myself with my own hand. For indeed, as Yahweh, the God of Israel, lives, who has withheld me from hurting you, Unless you had hurried and come to meet me, surely there wouldn't have been left to Nabal by the morning light so much as one who urinates on a wall. So David received of her hand that which she had brought him, and he said to her, Go up in peace to your house. Behold, I have listened to your voice, and have granted your request. Abigail came to Nabal, and behold, he held a feast in his house, like the feast of a king. Nabal's heart was merry within him, for he was very drunken. Therefore she told him nothing, less or more, until the morning light. It happened in the morning, when the wine was gone out of Nabal, that his wife told him these things, and his heart died within him, and he became as a stone. It happened about ten days after that Yahweh struck Nabal, so that he died. When David heard that Nabal was dead, he said, Blessed is Yahweh who has pleaded the cause of my reproach from the hand of Nabal, and has kept back his servant from evil. Yahweh has returned the evil doing of Nabal on his own head. David sent and spoke concerning Abigail, to take her to him as wife. When the servants of David had come to Abigail, to Carmel, they spoke to her, saying, David has sent us to you, to take you to him as wife. She arose, and bowed herself with her face to the earth, and said, Behold, your handmaid is a servant to wash the feet of the servants of my Lord. Abigail hurried and arose, and rode on a donkey with five ladies of hers who followed her, and she went after the messengers of David, and became his wife. David also took Ahinoam of Jezreel, and they both became his wives. 
Now Saul had given Michael his daughter, David's wife, to Palti, the son of Laish, who was of Galim. Chapter 26 The Ziphites came to Saul, to Gibeah, saying, Doesn't David hide himself in the hill of Hakaliah, which is before the desert? Then Saul arose and went down to the wilderness of Ziph, having three thousand chosen men of Israel with him, to seek David in the wilderness of Ziph. Saul encamped in the hill of Hekeliah, which is before the desert, by the way. But David stayed in the wilderness, and he saw that Saul came after him into the wilderness. David therefore sent out spies, and understood that Saul had certainly come. David arose, and came to the place where Saul had encamped. And David saw the place where Saul lay, and Abner the son of Ner, the captain of his army. And Saul lay within the place of the wagons, and the people were encamped around him. Then answered David, and said to Ahimelech the Hittite, and to Abishai the son of Zeruiah, brother to Joab, saying, Who will go down with me to Saul, to the camp? Abishai said, I will go down with you. So David and Abishai came to the people by night, and behold, Saul lay sleeping within the place of the wagons, with his spear stuck in the ground at his head, and Abner and the people lay around him. Then Abishai said to David, God has delivered up your enemy into your hand this day. Now therefore please let me strike him with the spear to the earth at one stroke, and I will not strike him the second time. David said to Abishai, Don't destroy him, for who can put forth his hand against Yahweh's anointed and be guiltless? David said, As Yahweh lives, Yahweh will strike him, or his day shall come to die, or he shall go down into battle and perish. Yahweh forbid that I should put forth my hand against Yahweh's anointed. But now, please take the spear that is at his head and the jar of water, and let us go. So David took the spear and the jar of water from Saul's head, and they went away. And no man saw it nor knew it, neither did any awake, for they were all asleep, because a deep sleep from Yahweh had fallen on them. Then David went over to the other side, and stood on the top of the mountain afar off, a great space being between them. And David cried to the people, and to Abner the son of Ner, saying, Don't you answer, Abner? Then Abner answered, Who are you who cries to the king? David said to Abner, Aren't you a man? Who is like you in Israel? Why then have you not kept watch over your lord, the king? For one of the people came in to destroy the king, your lord. This thing isn't good that you have done. As Yahweh lives, you are worthy to die, because you have not kept watch over your Lord, Yahweh's anointed. Now see where the king's spear is, and the jar of water that was at his head. Saul knew David's voice, and said, Is this your voice, my son David? David said, It is my voice, my lord, O king. He said, Why does my lord pursue after his servant? For what have I done, or what evil is in my hand? Now therefore, please let my lord the king hear the words of his servant. If it is so that Yahweh has stirred you up against me, let him accept an offering. But if it is the children of men, they are cursed before Yahweh, for they have driven me out this day that I shouldn't cling to Yahweh's inheritance, saying, Go serve other gods. Now therefore, don't let my blood fall to the earth away from the presence of Yahweh, for the king of Israel has come out to seek a flea, as when one hunts a partridge in the mountains. Then Saul said, I have sinned. Return, my son David, 
for I will no more do you harm, because my life was precious in your eyes this day. Behold, I have played the fool, and have erred exceedingly. David answered, Behold the spear, O king, and let one of the young men come over and get it. Yahweh will render to every man his righteousness and his faithfulness, because Yahweh delivered you into my hand today, and I wouldn't put forth my hand against Yahweh's anointed. Behold, as your life was respected this day in my eyes, so let my life be respected in the eyes of Yahweh, and let him deliver me out of all oppression. Then Saul said to David, You are blessed, my son David. You shall both do mightily and shall surely prevail. So David went his way, and Saul returned to his place. Chapter 27 David said in his heart, I shall now perish one day by the hand of Saul. There is nothing better for me than that I should escape into the land of the Philistines, and Saul will despair of me to seek me any more in all the borders of Israel. So shall I escape out of his hand. David arose and passed over, he and the six hundred men who were with him, to Achish, the son of Maoch, king of Gath. David lived with Achish at Gath, he and his men, every man with his household, even David with his two wives, Ahinoam the Jezreelitess and Abigail the Carmelitess, Nabal's wife. It was told Saul that David had fled to Gath, and he sought no more again for him. David said to Achish, If now I have found favor in your eyes, let them give me a place in one of the cities in the country, that I may dwell there. For why should your servant dwell in the royal city with you? Then Achish gave him Ziklag that day. This is why Ziklag pertains to the kings of Judah to this day. The number of the days that David lived in the country of the Philistines was a full year and four months. David and his men went up and made a raid on the Geshurites and the Gerizites and the Amalekites, for those were the inhabitants of the land who were of old, as you go to Shur, even to the land of Egypt. David struck the land and saved neither man nor woman alive, and took away the sheep and the cattle and the donkeys and the camels and the clothing, and he returned and came to Achish. Achish said, Against whom have you made a raid today? David said, Against the south of Judah, against the south of the Jeremielites, and against the south of the Kenites. David saved neither man nor woman alive to bring them to Gath, saying, Lest they should tell of us, saying, David this, and this has been his way all the time he has lived in the country of the Philistines. Achish believed David, saying, He has made his people Israel utterly to abhor him, therefore he shall be my servant forever. Chapter 28 It happened in those days that the Philistines gathered their armies together for warfare to fight with Israel. Achish said to David, Know assuredly that you shall go out with me in the army, you and your men. David said to Achish, Therefore you shall know what your servant will do. Achish said to David, Therefore will I make you my bodyguard forever. Now Samuel was dead. And all Israel had lamented him, and buried him in Ramah, even in his own city. Saul had put away those who had familiar spirits, and the wizards out of the land. The Philistines gathered themselves together, and came and encamped in Shunim. And Saul gathered all Israel together, and they encamped in Gilboa. When Saul saw the army of the Philistines, he was afraid, and his heart trembled greatly. When Saul inquired of Yahweh, Yahweh didn't answer him neither by dreams, nor by Urim, nor by prophets. Then Saul said to his servants, 
Seek me a woman who has a familiar spirit, that I may go to her and inquire of her. His servant said to him, Behold, there is a woman who has a familiar spirit at Endor. Saul disguised himself, and put on other clothing, and went, he and two men with him, and they came to the woman by night. And he said, Please divine to me by the familiar spirit, and bring up whomever I shall name to you. The woman said to him, Behold, you know what Saul has done, how he has cut off those who have familiar spirits and the wizards out of the land. Why then do you lay a snare for my life to cause me to die? Saul swore to her by Yahweh, saying, As Yahweh lives, no punishment shall happen to you for this thing. Then the woman said, Whom shall I bring up to you? He said, Bring Samuel up for me. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried with a loud voice, and the woman spoke to Saul, saying, Why have you deceived me? For you are Saul. The king said to her, Don't be afraid, for what do you see? The woman said to Saul, I see a god coming up out of the earth. He said to her, What does he look like? She said, An old man comes up. He is covered with a robe. Saul perceived that it was Samuel, and he bowed with his face to the ground and showed respect. Samuel said to Saul, Why have you disturbed me to bring me up? Saul answered, I am very distressed, for the Philistines make war against me, and God has departed from me and answers me no more, neither by prophets nor by dreams. Therefore I have called you, that you may make known to me what I shall do. Samuel said, Why then do you ask of me, since Yahweh has departed from you and has become your adversary? Yahweh has done to you as he spoke by me. Yahweh has torn the kingdom out of your hand and given it to your neighbor, even to David. Because you didn't obey the voice of Yahweh and didn't execute his fierce wrath on Amalek, therefore Yahweh has done this thing to you this day. Moreover, Yahweh will deliver Israel also with you into the hand of the Philistines, and tomorrow you and your sons will be with me. Yahweh will deliver the army of Israel also into the hand of the Philistines. Then Saul fell immediately his full length on the earth and was terrified because of the words of Samuel. There was no strength in him, for he had eaten no bread all the day nor all the night. The woman came to Saul and saw that he was very troubled and said to him, Behold, your handmaid has listened to your voice, and I have put my life in my hand, and have listened to your words which you spoke to me. Now therefore please listen also to the voice of your handmaid, and let me set a morsel of bread before you, and eat that you may have strength when you go on your way. But he refused, and said, I will not eat. But his servants together with the woman constrained him, and he listened to their voice. So he arose from the earth, and sat on the bed. The woman had a fattened calf in the house. She hurried and killed it, and she took flour and kneaded it and baked unleavened bread of it. She brought it before Saul and before his servants, and they ate. Then they rose up and went away that night. Chapter 29 Now the Philistines gathered together all their armies to Aphek, and the Israelites encamped by the spring which is in Jezreel. The lords of the Philistines passed on by hundreds and by thousands, and David and his men passed on in the rear with Achish. Then the princes of the Philistines said, What about these Hebrews? 
Achish said to the princes of the Philistines, Isn't this David, the servant of Saul, the king of Israel, who has been with me these days, or rather these years, and I have found no fault in him since he fell away to this day? But the princes of the Philistines were very angry with him, and the princes of the Philistines said to him, Make the man return, that he may go back to his place where you have appointed him, and let him not go down with us to battle, lest in the battle he become an adversary to us. For with what should this fellow reconcile himself to his Lord? Should it not be with the heads of these men? Is not this David, of whom they sang one to another in dances, saying, Saul has slain his thousands, David his ten thousands? Then Achish called David, and said to him, as Yahweh lives, you have been upright, and your going out and your coming in with me in the army is good in my sight, for I have not found evil in you since the day of your coming to me to this day. Nevertheless, the lords don't favor you. Therefore now return and go in peace, that you not displease the lords of the Philistines. David said to Achish, But what have I done? What have you found in your servant so long as I have been before you to this day, that I may not go and fight against the enemies of my lord the king? Achish answered David, I know that you are good in my sight, as an angel of God. Notwithstanding, the princes of the Philistines have said, He shall not go up with us to the battle. Therefore now rise up early in the morning with the servants of your lord who have come with you, and as soon as you are up early in the morning and have light, depart. So David rose up early, he and his men, to depart in the morning to return into the land of the Philistines. The Philistines went up to Jezreel. Chapter 30 It happened, when David and his men had come to Ziklag on the third day, that the Amalekites had made a raid on the south and on Ziklag, and had struck Ziklag, and burned it with fire, and had taken captive the women and all who were therein, both small and great. They didn't kill any but carried them off, and went their way. When David and his men came to the city, behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voice and wept, until they had no more power to weep. David's two wives were taken captive, Ahinoam the Jezreelitess, and Abigail, the wife of Nabal the Carmelite. David was greatly distressed. For the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David strengthened himself in Yahweh, his God. David said to Abiathar the priest, the son of Ahimelech, Please bring me here the ephod. Abiathar brought the ephod to David. David inquired of Yahweh, saying, If I pursue after this troop, shall I overtake them? He answered him, Pursue for you shall surely overtake them, and shall without fail recover all. So David went, he and the six hundred men who were with him, and came to the brook Besor, where those who were left behind stayed. But David pursued, he and four hundred men, for two hundred stayed behind, who were so faint that they couldn't go over the brook Besor. They found an Egyptian in the field, and brought him to David, and gave him bread, and he ate, and they gave him water to drink. They gave him a piece of a cake of figs and two clusters of raisins. When he had eaten, his spirit came again to him, for he had eaten no bread nor drunk any water three days and three nights. David asked him, To whom do you belong? Where are you from? He said, I am a young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite, and my master left me because three days ago I fell sick. 
we made a raid on the south of the Carathites, and on that which belongs to Judah, and on the south of Caleb, and we burned Ziklag with fire. David said to him, Will you bring me down to this troop? He said, Swear to me by God that you will neither kill me nor deliver me up into the hands of my master, and I will bring you down to this troop. When he had brought him down, behold, they were spread around over all the ground, eating and drinking and dancing, because of all the great spoil that they had taken out of the land of the Philistines and out of the land of Judah. David struck them from the twilight even to the evening of the next day. Not a man of them escaped from there, except four hundred young men who rode on camels and fled. David recovered all that the Amalekites had taken, and David rescued his two wives. There was nothing lacking to them, neither small nor great, neither sons nor daughters, neither spoil nor anything that they had taken to them. David brought back all. David took all the flocks and the herds which they drove before those other livestock, and said, This is David's spoil. David came to the two hundred men, who were so faint that they could not follow David, whom also they had made to stay at the brook Besor. And they went forth to meet David, and to meet the people who were with him. When David came near to the people, he greeted them. Then all the wicked men and base fellows of those who went with David answered and said, Because they didn't go with us, we will not give them anything of the spoil that we have recovered, except to every man his wife and his children, that he may lead them away and depart. Then David said, You shall not do so, my brothers, with that which Yahweh has given to us, who has preserved us and delivered the troop that came against us into our hand. Who will listen to you in this matter? For as his share is who goes down to the battle, so shall his share be who tarries by the baggage. They shall share alike. It was so from that day forward that he made it a statute and an ordinance for Israel to this day. When David came to Ziklag, he sent of the spoil to the elders of Judah, even to his friends, saying, Behold, a present for you of the spoil of the enemies of Yahweh. He sent it to those who were in Bethel, and to those who were in Ramoth of the south, and to those who were in Jatir, and to those who were in Erower, and to those who were in Sifmoth, and to those who were in Eshtemoah, and to those who were in Rakal, and to those who were in the cities of the Jeharimeelites, and to those who were in the cities of the Kenites, and to those who were in Horma, and to those who were in Borashan, and to those who were in Aphak, and to those who were in Hebron, and to all the places where David himself and his men used to stay. Chapter 31 Now the Philistines fought against Israel, and the men of Israel fled from before the Philistines, and fell down slain on Mount Gilboa. The Philistines followed hard on Saul and on his sons, and the Philistines killed Jonathan, and Abinadab, and Malchishua, the sons of Saul. The battle went hard against Saul, and the archers overtook him, and he was greatly distressed by reason of the archers. Then Saul said to his armor-bearer, Draw your sword, and thrust me through with it, lest these uncircumcised come, and thrust me through, and abuse me. But his armor-bearer would not, for he was terrified. Therefore Saul took his sword, and fell on it. When his armor-bearer saw that Saul was dead, he likewise fell on his sword, and died with him. So Saul died, and his three sons, and his armor-bearer, and all his men, that same day together. When the men of Israel, who were on the other side of the valley, and those who were beyond the Jordan, saw that the men of Israel fled, and that Saul and his sons were dead, 
they forsook the cities and fled, and the Philistines came and lived in them. It happened on the next day, when the Philistines came to strip the slain, that they found Saul and his three sons fallen on Mount Gilboa. They cut off his head and stripped off his armor, and sent into the land of the Philistines all around to carry the news to the house of their idols and to the people. They put his armor in the house of Ashtaroth, and they fastened his body to the wall of Bethshan. When the inhabitants of Jebesh-Gilead heard concerning him that which the Philistines had done to Saul, all the valiant men arose and went all night and took the body of Saul and the bodies of his sons from the wall of Bethshan, and they came to Jabesh and burnt them there. They took their bones and buried them under the tamarisk tree in Jabesh, and fasted seven days. End of chapters 25 through 31 of the first book of Samuel. End of the first book of Samuel.